Hi everyone, today's June 10th, 2018, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. And I'm Deck Tech. And this week has been notably all about the WCS. The WCS uh, first stage happened, it started last week, but then most of it went through this week, and on Thursday, uh, round two began. Well, entry to allow you to go to round two begins, and today on Sunday... Um, it's actually going to conclude. So um, everyone who is competing for a top spot to Japan is going to get their grinding in today. Or if you're comfortably in the lead, you are sitting and watching the scores. So Deck Tech, where are you in that? Yeah, so I'm going to have to uh, to remind myself to play a little later because I've so far only played one game in, uh, in the qualifiers portion. Uh, I'm obviously not competing for like to get into japan or whatever um at that point at this point it'd be way far gone but also i was never really competing for it but i would like to get kind of in the top 2000 ish range so i'm gonna have to get a few more wins in of course um i I won that first one so we're off to a good start um the reason why we're delayed this week by the way is that i was kind of i got called in to work all day yesterday uh unexpectedly so you have to face judgment yeah, face judge man uh, did some lawyering, and then uh, to get to the qualifiers, I got I played it with my Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I finally accomplished the meme. I played both of them in the first uh, stage to get to the max level and then to win three in a row. So I can safely say that I've done it, and that uh, I, earlier on when we talked about it last week, I was thinking that perhaps. The decks were roughly equal in power level, but that they had slightly different matchups, so I would play them when I saw different things in the meta. But uh, in playing them more, I came to realize that Amazonus is actually just a bit stronger, and towards the end, um, I ended up just playing Amazonus towards the end because A, it is that little bit stronger, but B, uh, I was also seeing a lot of other Amazonas, and that happens to be one of the matchups that uh, Shark Boy is worse, worse against. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. How about you? Yeah, uh, things were pretty bad for me. Um, I couldn't get to 25 for a really long time. I think on Wednesday, I went from 25 to 24 three times. I would no, I didn't even get to 24. I, was, I went from 24 to 23 three times in one day. Um, it was just yo-yo, yo-yoing uh, back and forth. Um, I think late at night, it was it was definitely into Thursday. It was like 12, 12 uh, a.m. midnight Thursday. I got the 25, and that was with Bujins. And it was one of the decks I played uh, when I was failing, but apparently it was late at night, I guess, and people didn't read what was in my graveyard, so they just... <laughs> hit into my things and they lost because grave uh, bujins if you don't know are all about graveyard combat tricks so you definitely have to read what's in the bujin graveyard if you want to do anything so yeah after that um i've done actually i have played a okay amount of duels but i have a 40 percent win rate as of this morning and yeah i have the points that you accumulate uh when you lose a duel, so give or take, like, what, 
20, 30 points each duel you win. <laughs> I have that. So Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about it, we'll talk about it later, actually. The points, it's not that hard to get that 2,000, that rank 2,000 this time. We'll, we'll discuss that later. You notice that compared to the Kaiba Cup, it's a lot more lenient in that regard. Um, and also, on the, on the way to 25, I think I was 23, I lost to this Unga Bunga deck, which I have to talk about. It it was a destiny draw deck. So when they used a destiny draw, they got Swift Gaia the Fierce Knight. So that's Yes. And then it killed something of mine. Um <laughs> Let me see what they had. They ran the card Gravity Lash. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that card. Um, I'm not. It's a that's... quick a quick play spell that says your the attacking monster loses attack equal to its defense. So it's like a really budget mirror wall. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I hit into two of those. Um, <laughs> what, what else did they play? They played Snipe Hunter. They played Boxer. Um, it was really Unga Bunga in that it was 30 cards. <laughs> well, 30-card Destiny draw, that's just value right there. And, yeah, I lost. Um, I think they outvalued me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Like, I was happy I lost that game. It was so funny. Um like I wasn't yeah. angry. I lost. I was happy it that's, happened. That's the best deck. Where it's just like, no matter what happens, I'm just glad that I was a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Uh, man, you should have played. Well, first of all, you should have played a better deck. But um, yeah. second of all, you wouldn't have struggled as much if you just like played at a slower rate like I did. So I was like, I don't know, a day or two behind you, and so my climb was fairly easy. Um, most of the people where I was, um, were, I don't know, less experienced. They had, uh, when it shows you their PVP accomplishments, um, they were almost always at like lower and more sporadic, uh, finishes than mine. And like some of they were, cause it was, you know, dual level 24, 25, whatever. They were playing real decks, Sylvans and Amazonas for the most part. Those decks are actually pretty budget if you get, um, if you just kind of concentrate your efforts. And so they were able to play the real decks, but you could tell that they didn't play as much PvP. And so they weren't the hardest opponents. And, um, and so my climb was fairly not that difficult. Yeah. Not, not as uninstall worthy as yours. I definitely did face a lot of those people, and they. Yeah, I think it speaks to the power level of the decks in that anyone can pick it up, regardless of experience, and it could just win you by power level. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, if you face someone better, or if they get good draws of luck or something, then they would lose. But I definitely have lost to people who just got, have an egg. They have an egg as last month's icon rank, and that was it. And. I definitely have beaten people who have red letters and they're king of games every single month. So there's definitely a big spread in terms of experience this time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, one of the aspects, I think, of a well-designed card game is that the randomness is such that any anyone feels like they have a chance to win any particular game, you know, as long as you have just a basic understanding of how the game works. Because if you feel like you have no chance of winning at all, then what's the point of you playing, right? Yeah. So even if you're a newer guy, you have to f get this impression. And, of course, that impression is, um, you know, 
warranted based on your experiences that you could possibly take down these players who, you know, you both agree are better than you just because of the luck of the draw or the matchup or whatever. But you want it to be rewarding to the players who have more skill and more experience and more knowledge. So you still want them to win most of the time. Um, I think you threw a wrench in it by playing a deck that's probably not as powerful as those other decks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it's still like, that's kind of how it should go, I think, where um, I could go against um, either a noob, and the noob might beat me every once in a while. Uh, Most of the times I'm going to win, unless like the noob's playing with just that deck where you start out the game and you're playing like three-star 1200 attack monsters. Yeah. and but on the flip side, you know, I could do a, a ten game set with DK, and I might pull one or two of those out too, even though he's obviously a better player. So, you know, it's kind of the same idea where you can go up, fluctuate up or down a little bit. And uh, it's really cool that some of these players are people who don't really do much PvP, and you can see that, but they still manage to get all the way up to the dual level max. So I'm hoping that they also made it got their invitation because that's dope that they can kind of like hang on to that and be like, Hey, this is something that I did in this game. Yeah. And certain people are afraid of, uh, PVP in general. So maybe this would allow them, give them the confidence to shoot for King of games. So that's good. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about bigger stakes. Esports last Saturday, meta weekly duelings, meta weekly nine happened. And this was one that we both kind of watched on, uh, different points at twitch you know what i don't even have the window open that's how you do okay well i got it i see it now okay so it was pretty fun fun to watch the let's see amazonist was the most represented in the top 32 followed by spellbooks sylvans masked heroes one alien one six samurai one stall it's kind of what you expect and First place, Chila. Extra, extra, stall. I'm not really sure why stall decks disappeared, but I think the faster meta kind of just drove them away, and now they're back. This doesn't have Lava Golem. I'm not sure if extra, extra ever did, but I think they did. Now it's more, it's much more slow, and the only danger of flooding the board is Wall of D. Um, I certainly have faced this deck... Um, I certainly have faced this deck on the ladder to um, MCS ladder. Not MCS, WCS ladder. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen it yet, uh, as we've been discussing this whole time. You've played more than I have, but it is interesting to see this deck make a comeback. Um, It makes more sense as a tournament deck than a ladder deck to me because, you know, games would take a while. Um, and that's okay in a tournament, but um, not the best in uh, when you have to play just lots and lots of games. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I. This was one of the ones that I was watching uh, when I was catching the game, and people were just like, it was like this deck versus Sylvans or something like that. Yeah, it's and, a vote. Yeah. Yeah, people were cheering for the stall deck and. Decade was like, what is wrong with you people? The stall was, you know, the deck that we all hated whenever, uh, a couple months ago. Um, 
but it is pretty funny. I think you're right that the game has slowed down a little bit. Um, we've gotten rid of a, a, a bit of the one-turn kill meta, and so I guess it makes a, a little bit more sense. Um, a lot of decks also, the main like popular decks and powerful decks, will go through their decks very quickly. Uh, Sylvan's has a bit of refill. Uh, Amazonist does not, but still uh, doesn't go through the deck quite as quickly, but still pulls some cards out. So it's kind of like the main, uh, it's a good meta call because the main meta decks are automatically kind of helping you out in your process of just playing until they die, uh, until they mill themselves out. You know what? I should have done this all along. I've lost against this deck two or three times. And when you're playing Bujins, you should just do nothing. Like, it's sometimes you see Pegasus, he doesn't restart. He's playing extra, extra. And if they use the Golden Ladybug, it's a dead giveaway. And you just do nothing, and you'll win the game. I realized that, and I didn't do that, because I kept drawing cards. Yeah, I mean, the deck runs 20, this one's running 24 cards. Um, yeah, mine's 30. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> good point then. Yeah, you'd be fine, because this particular deck has no win con. Yeah. And, uh, um, aside from just milling you. There, I did face one that had Jar of Avarice, so they did add five back, so that would be a deterrent. Uh, but I have seen extra extra on Wall of D in that I would not attack again because I knew that was a Wall of D. And then mm -hmm. I had fewer cards because I drew, so yeah. Yeah. It's rough. It, it's not quite... I don't... I don't know, because they were talking about it on the uh, the broadcast. I didn't get to catch a ton of it, but it feels like it's not quite as strong against uh, Amazonas because when I'm playing the Amazonas, I can j you can recycle your threats a little bit. So the way that this works is it either makes your guys unable to attack with Massive Morph or um, make their attack equal to zero with Wall of D, or just kind of negate attacks and generally stall um, until you can draw into one of those other ways. And, and then the way that it kind of locks you down so that it can close out the game is by making it so that none of your attackers are worth anything. And for with the princess, you can just, as soon as something becomes worthless, you can sub it out for something else. Yeah. And it works fairly well. Um, you are continually uh, adding to, the, like, their clock by by taking things out of your deck but i think i've won i've only played against stall a couple times but i'm pretty sure i won them all glad beast would be pretty good too <laughs> they could just tag people out and do stuff yeah. like that That's yeah same, exactly same concept same indeed except glad beast well i guess the massive morph they want so if you're playing the stall deck you want a massive morph the princess so that they can't do that you don't want, you don't care as much about massive morphing the other things, um, and then on the flip side, of course, is that you want to try to save a princess so that you can recycle your stuff that way. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, second place, I, Black Jesus. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, sorry. Uh, just the last thing is that I also run the uh, the witch. The, oh yes, uh, he, witch hero, vine, whatever. No uh, vision hero, witch raider. Yeah, there you go. So she she helps because then they set a bunch of back row and you destroy it all and it has to be massive morph or maybe rainbow life, but I don't know. 
there's a couple ways to play around it. But it, this deck did definitely make some waves. Yep. Second place, Black Jesus Amazonis. This version is a bit different. It seems like he has a different version every week, but this one has two Paleozoic Canadias. Yeah, it's an interesting card. Um, I When I saw in the notes you said that he brought it, I thought that it was because he was running the Witch as well, but the Witch is not. Uh, it's in the sideboard, I guess, um, instead of the main deck. So it's a little bit interesting. I... If I were in his place, I, I guess I'm not very surprised that he sh- switches it up a little bit every week. Uh, first of all, he doesn't want people to pin him down on an exact deck list. He wants them to have to play around slightly different stuff every time. You gain a big advantage by just people not knowing your exact deck list. And uh, and also, you know, you don't want to get bored. So you, you keep trying new things and seeing what works for you and what you like. So... Um, this is it's an interesting shift. I'm not sure. I, I'm not as gung ho about this one <laughs> as some of the prior innovations. Uh, Mock Dragon, third place. Uh, Dark Magician of Chaos spell books. This has Dark Magician of Chaos and the tricky no prophecy destroyers. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, for a long time, it seemed like prophecy destroyer was the reason why you'd run Grassleck Screener. Um, but this one seems to care a lot more about having multiple spellbook, like multiple different copies of spellbooks in your graveyard to get these various effects off. Um, and uh, so, you know, obviously that's antithetical to banishing things from your graveyard. So I guess it makes sense. And third place, Mazarik with Sylvans. This one is a more expensive version because it runs two offerings to the Doomed. Yeah, I think if you have the Offerings to the Doomed, I think this is kind of like the standard one if you have it. Uh, Tribute to the Doomed is a little bit weird. Maybe that... Oh, they, they use it all the time for Rose Lover. Right, I'm just thinking like it, it's standing out. Like, why wouldn't that be another Offerings or an Econ or something? I don't know. But but sure, yeah, discard your Rose Lover. I've just seen um, that so much in this WCS. That's yeah. just like, that's all they do. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And just to point out, this uh, top 32 six samurai deck by Tecumseh, it's a beatdown version, and Doji does all the work, so you definitely have to restart. Oh, you don't restart. You you look for Doji, and as the three grandmasters, so that's the optimal way to run the deck, of course. Um. Yeah, I like this deck. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm looking through to see if there's any. And the other ones I want to highlight. Um, um, Don't break boring in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're all fairly standard, so I think that's probably the, the coolest one to call out. So, nice. All right. The Metal Weekly 23 happened afterwards in uh, Wednesday. First place, Milt's Mistiltine. I'll get it, for, I'll get it right someday. Um, Amazonis. This one has a lot of traps. I think yours is similar, right? Because you have two treacherous. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I feel comfortable running two treacherous is that I run the witch, and he does not. So it's kind of interesting. But so the cool thing about the deck is that you can run two treacherous because you have both the princess and, in my version, the witch. So you have lots of ways to get rid of 
the dead treacherous after the first, you know, one goes off. Yep. And there's Ancient Gear Engineer in the sideboard, a card you never really see. But mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's the Count of the Mirror. It does, it does a lot of uh, back row removal stuff. Yeah. He's also, he's running Super Rushes instead of Econs. Just interesting for the mirror as well. I, I would assume. Yeah, I kind of like econ for the mirror though, because what what I'll do is I'll play something. My little tiger will come out. I'll econ take their princess or whatever, attack with it, attack with mine, sack theirs to get rid of it. Like, you can do some really cool stuff with econ. So it's interesting. He's also running three of the baby tigers, which is. Uh, Likewise, just really good with Econ, so I think that's an interesting choice. Select Maple, second place. Dark Magician of Chaos, Spellbooks. This one has the Dark Magician of Chaos and the, the Prophecy Destroyer. Yeah, this one's a little bit more like what we were used to seeing. Um, also has three of the Super Rush in the sideboard, so there must be a specific matchup where it's just really strong. Could also be um, the Masked Heroes. I don't know if, if there's that many of them anymore, but that definitely kills them. Yeah. It also counters kind of uh, Hey Trunade, whereas Econ does not, because y- you obviously play the Hey Trunade before whatever you're trying to OTK with or, or something, so uh, it kind of helps against that. Maybe right. that's what they're thinking. I don't know. Third place, Nyx, Sylvans, um, nothing remarkable at all. Got three cons, Treacherous. Sideboard's a little bit interesting. Yeah. It's got uh, Chaos Hunter, two, the Tricky, one Fire Formation, Gyaku, and one Straight Flush. So uh, that's a lot of cards that we don't normally see in Sylvan sideboards, and they're all kind of together in one sideboard. So it's an interesting set. Man, Chaos Hunter... Hard counters Bujin so bad. Someone just put it out so fast and I lost. There's nothing I could do. Oh yeah, it wrecks Amazonas too. I've seen some people putting it into their own Amazonas to counter other Amazonas. I've seen it um, in sideboards. I don't see it like everywhere, but most of the time your Amazonas tend to be smaller than your enemy's monsters and you're fine with it because you just run your guys into there and then banish their things. But if you can't banish things... Um, it's not something you might immediately think of because it. when you're thinking of it, you're thinking of banishing things from graveyards because this yeah. has effects of discarding a card, so it's it's kind of like in the graveyard domain, but it also applies to your Amazonas Onslaught. So yeah. it's, a, it's a solid card uh, for this meta, especially in uh, sideboard formats because you don't have to waste spaces for main deck. Yeah, it's either amazing or it stays in your hand. <laughs> it's one of those cards. Right, right, yeah, and that's, so that's why it's super good in a sideboard format because you only bring it into matchups where it's going to be amazing. And um, Serenity, third place, Dark Magician of Chaos Spellbooks. This is the exact same deck as Mock Dragons in the MCS. Yeah, well, you know, if it works, it works. <laughs> And just to announce, Jay Rabian is holding his cup, I think his fourth Jay Rabian cup, happening next Saturday, 1 p.m. We'll report on yeah. that when that happens. 
there's going to be so Jay Rabian is a, a player that we know we've seen a couple times show up in these top rankings uh, rated on the player ratings as well <clears throat> and kind of has his own uh, area in the community I believe that some of the other high name players are going to be either helping with or in the cup I saw Mascarin was uh, was like tweeting about this so you know it'd be cool to check it out if you're interested all right, uh, Duelings Meta has updated their tier list as a result of the MCS, I believe. Uh, in it, stall decks have moved to tier three to join aliens, and the high potential decks, which are six samurais, bujins, and noble knights, have dropped out. Uh, yep, there's no more high potential for those ones. I think this is pretty. This is pretty much what what you see in the ladder, except for aliens. I don't think you see aliens, really. But, um, if I... Sh I should have consulted this tier list before I decided to play Bujins in my 40% win rate. Um, <laughs> and, and aliens are a deck that I'm very comfortable with, actually, and I may have... I might switch it up today in the last... the last few hours we have left in this day. The last 12 hours we have left in this day. Uh, and see where I could go with aliens. Yeah, I mean... Might as well give it a shot. This is mostly what I'm seeing. Um, Amazonas and Spellbooks and Sylvans definitely make up the bulk of the matchups that we're seeing. Um, and then I don't think I've seen any aliens. I've only seen one or two masked heroes. I've seen like one, maybe two stall. Um, so I think it's kind of like the tier one decks and then other people are just bringing decks that they know or love, or just have the cards for. Um, so I don't think the Tier 2 or Tier 3 are super representative. Um, this is, I think, Tier 2 and Tier 3 are a little bit more based on the tournament meta yeah. than on, like, the ladder meta. I guess we're kind of melding into the next topic, so I guess we could we should jump in. Um, WCS 2018. I have actually seen a lot of Masked Heroes. Oh, yeah? In Maybe... Like in the second part of it? Well, not only that, the first part I did as well. And huh. then this, the second part, I had to put in Magic Deflector in my deck. Well, that's interesting. I, I'm pretty sure I only faced like two, maybe three. Yeah, maybe they but all like, moved up because they, you're a day behind or whatever. Right, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, it's It's still an expensive and slightly more complicated deck so it might not be as prevalent with uh the people that i was facing more and we had theories that we have different mmrs and we because we seem to be facing different things all the time i don't know if it's a big variance in this game but there might be some mmr thing going on with us yeah maybe um and like you know if you play more then your mmr becomes better um, suited to you so my lower play count might That's also be affecting it so I don't know it's interesting so you're saying I should play a lot less so I could get less annoyed at this game <laughs> well, well, well what I was saying is that if you played less or at least started a little later then it would have been an easier ride just like mine yeah I guess um, but the top decks Amazonas definitely is up there Spellbooks, you see 30-card decks a lot. Uh, Sylvan's, it's often a grit deck. 
Um, Stall decks I've faced a few, as I mentioned. Aliens I've not seen. And then the high potential, I mean the other decks. Archfiends I have seen uh, an okay amount. Bujins I have seen a few. No Cyber Angels, no Dark Worlds, no Dinosaurs, no Fishes. Uh, I've seen some Noble Knights. Oh yeah, Silent Swordsman. That deck is so annoying. I don't know if you faced it. No. So they use Secret Pass of the Treasures. Okay, so this is how you tell it's a Silent Swordsman deck. They're playing Dual Standby. They play Secret Pass on their guy. They play two backup riders and a Silent Sword Slash. Sometimes they have Hey Trunade, and then the game's over. It's the least interactive deck I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound very interactive. Might be fun. Uh, I only played one game uh, in the representative qualifiers, the second stage. Um, so my experience is very limited. And that one game was against someone else who, of course, was at the very bottom of that ladder because I was at zero points and that person was probably fairly close to that. And that person was running um, Cyberstein Life Cost Zero deck. Oh, man. And I went first, so they couldn't lock out my board. And then um, I had the Spirit Barrier that we talked about like a week or two ago. So even though I had a 1,200 attacker up, and even though they went turn one um, double summon giant like 4,500 attackers... Um, from the extra deck, of course, I didn't lose, and so I, they were after one because it was just spirit barrier um, plus onslaught. So I got rid of his big dudes, and then he was left with a 500 attack guy on the board and at like a thousand life or whatever. So it wasn't really a meta uh, snapshot that I was getting there. Nope. Uh, that's good though. Saves saves a bit of sanity, I guess. Hopefully things will go a little easier in the few hours we have left today. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. Pick a gift campaign is back with some newer cards. A second copy of Heavy Slump and Eternal Rest. You might have to fight over gems with those, so I don't know if they're worth it. And they also have another card, Tethys, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was there were a couple ones uh, that we've seen recently. The first one. Was like double cut or something like that. Double attack, uh, I think. Yeah. yeah, double attack that we we've been offered um, so far, and that one I already had three copies of, so I went with like a the rare gems or something instead. Mm. But all yeah. the other ones I do not yet have full sets. And it's good to check out the tickets too. I didn't pick a rare ticket because I had all the cards from the rare ticket. So, uh, mm, good call. Uh, Zane is back for a second time. We don't get to play him yet, play as him yet, but he is back again. A lot of people are angry because they they like GX and uh, they want to play as Zane, uh, but that's not happening. Konami Konami dangles them around for a little bit before they get to keep them. So maybe yeah. next time. Yeah, maybe. He's made like little cameo appearances too, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a story thing. They, uh, the whole Jesse Anderson powering up a portal, they duel each other from different worlds. Uh, it's just because Zane's like edgy and he wants to do something cool, so <laughs> that's, that's what that was about. That is uh, cool and edgy. Yeah. Um, 
Three new cards. Infernal Dragon is an SR 4-star 2000 dragon. Once per turn, during the end phase, if this card attacked this turn, destroy it. When this card is on the field, it, when this card on the field is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, you can tribute one monster and special summon this back from the graveyard. So it's like a 2000 4-star, which we've seen a bit, but it gets destroyed. And it, it's better in the TCG, because after it attacks, you have a main phase 2, and then you can mm-hmm. tribute it. You can't do that here, so it's a lot worse. You probably need to banish its effect. I mean, to banish it or forbidden chalice it, so then it loses its effects, stuff like that. But it doesn't seem too good. Yeah, it's it's an interesting card. I could see it being an engine for some sort of like weird recursion combo where if there's value to uh, either bringing monsters onto the field or uh, tributing a monster, then this is an easy way to do that kind of repeatedly. Um, except you can only do it once per turn, so less like it's, it's a fairly limited combo. I could also see maybe like you econ take their monster, you attack with their monster, you attack with Infernal Dragon, and then you destroy, you tribute their monster, and I don't know. So I don't think it's worth seeing. Like I don't think it's worth playing right now, but it's a really interesting card. So it's kind of cool that we have it. Um, damage polarizer counter trap. Activate only when an effect that inflicts damage is activated. Negate its activation and effect, and each player draws a card. So this is an anti-burn card, and that effect damage is negated, and each player draws a card. So. I can see this being a tech against Lava Golem if if there's some kind of Ojama Go stall that becomes prevalent, I think. Yeah, maybe. The problem is that unlike other like most other negates, this doesn't negate and destroy. So like for burn if you're negating a burn spell, it's fine because it you don't need to destroy it. But if you're negating something like Lava Golem, you're only saving yourself a thousand life. Mm. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah, you only negate it that one time, right? Or right. do you negate it forever? I think it's just that one time. Yeah, it's interesting. It says activation and effect. Well, that means both parts of it, I guess. But Lava anyway. Golem doesn't inflict the damage when it comes on the board. That's the difference, I think. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I, there's it's a possible sideboard card, but again, I'm not too impressed. And uh, a very weird card, Cybernetic Zone, quick play spell. Select one face-up machine-type fusion you control. Remove it from play until the end phase of this turn. When that monster is returned to the field, double to attack. During your next standby phase, destroy it. So if you're looking at this card, it looks like a, it looks like a one-turn kill deck. You can think of Pair Psychroid. You could double to attack, but it doesn't work that way. It, it gets banished... And then it comes back with the doubled attack, but then you don't get to attack with it. It just stays on the board during your opponent's <laughs> turn with that double attack, and then you draw, and then it gets destroyed. So you never get to attack with that doubled attack. Yeah, I don't that's get to weird. The point of this card. I don't either. There is a card that skips your standby phase. Oh. So that, that's not in this game, though. So that's what the combo is. But, you know, what's the point? Yeah, that's a lot of work for it, and I don't know. That's a that is a weird card. It was it's actually so weird that I read it incorrectly the first time that I saw it 
Because, yeah. like, why would you do it if you didn't get an attack with it? <laughs> it seems OP with Parasite Grid. Yeah. Like, it would it would just, like, hit for 3,200 and banishes. That would be, that would be so cool. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many useless cards in this game. Yep. They have to fill it. Because... <laughs> Because they want each person to give us like ten new cards, but they only want maybe one or two of them to be relevant. Yep, it's like Tristan's event. They give us the handshake card. Yeah. Um, you could farm him if you want to. Frankly, I did farm him a little bit, but because I realized that I don't have much time to duel anymore, I auto dueled him a lot, and I got more of my cards from auto dueling. Um, stall farm works. It's not that great, though. Sometimes he fuses on his last turn, and then you can't get the Cosmic Compass off, but usually it will work. Um, so you stall farm, gain a lot of life, get Ra out with Cosmic Compass and attack. That works okay. Cool. Yeah, I was just auto-dueling him the whole time. Um, I'm in the same boat, as you guys know, where I don't duel as much as uh, as I would like to, um, just because I fairly limited time so um he's kind of like you said a tougher one to farm and uh also these cards aren't amazing so i figured it would hopefully be okay this time i got almost everything so far anyway so i'm doing okay yeah the only one you really want is the infernal dragon i think yeah so i'm good then i got that one i'm short I don't remember what it is, but one of the new SRs that he brought just this time. Um, we have some breaking news here. Jetroid is secretly in Duel Links. I don't know if anyone reported this ever, but if, <laughs> if we are the first ones, then we're breaking the news. So Jetroid was mentioned in Cyrus's training wheel skill. I think it says Parapsychroid and Jetroid, and we never had it, so... I was looking around my WC, my tickets. My I have like ten tickets left over, and um, the glossy WS WCS SR ticket. I don't remember when we got this. I think it must have been during round one of the DLV. Like when you're going to DLV twenty five, it must have been from there. But it expires mm-hmm. on July twelfth, and it lets you get your first copy of Jetroid. And I think that's what I'm going to get because that seems to be the only way you can get the card right now. It expires July 12th of this year. Oh, so yeah, I have to get this jet right fast. Well, that's <laughs> what I was asking, actually. I don't know. Let me see. Because most of the stuff is... 2019? Yeah. 89, 2019. I'm looking for it. Here we go. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is this year. So that yeah. one's... That one's sooner than uh, some of the other stuff. It's my soonest ticket. Well, I have some ranked ones. June 30th. Yeah, I've got some June 30th stuff too. But yeah, definitely... Well, I wouldn't say you have to get this card, but I will, because I already have some of the other stuff. And this seems to be the only way you can get this card, so... But is the card good? It lets you activate trap cards from your hand. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's pretty, pretty sweet. I haven't looked at it yet, so I don't know what I want. There's also the Crystal Beast Emerald Tortoise. Oh, yeah, you could get a second one. I think you only get one so far. Yeah, I think so. 
So this is a really rare ticket. Like, there's a lot of hot-button items here that you normally don't see. Yeah, some pretty good stuff. And cool. this is this is a bit confusing. Like, sometimes you don't know what you get from tickets. And you never know. They're always different every time. And you have to look at all of them to see what's a common one that you shouldn't get or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good good idea. I also check, you know, fairly frequently, and if there's something that's going to expire in the coming, like in a week or two, then I'll use it then because I know that I would. There's a decent chance that I'd forget and just never use it. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the dual school, and there. This is a special uh, segment: the UR <laughs> deck building challenge and duel. So. Ooh. Doug Diamond Duel uh, posited a question about the best UR-only deck you can build. And we decided to try it out for ourselves. So we're going to duel right here, right here, right now. Okay, um, why don't we talk about <laughs> this hypothetical one first? Okay, go ahead. And then, and the, okay, so um, talking about like the best one one could build... What I did first was I uh, started by looking at all the cards that were available, which you guys might not know this, but you can do that at the trader by going into the trader and then going into like the conversion um, card catalog for conversion, and then you can unclick cards you uh, or your cards, and then you can see everything, and then you can sort by rarity so that you can get the URs only, look at the URs only, and then you can look at maybe like individual categories and see, okay, which monsters do I have, which spells, which traps. And what I found when I did that was that there are actually very few URs in this game. Um, there Playable were, URs. <laughs> right, yeah. There were not that many um, spells or traps, and there were more monsters, but a lot of the monsters required other cards that were not URs. Uh, for instance, you couldn't play any of the ritual monsters um, or fusion monsters. And so, unless <laughs> unless there's a surprise in there, uh, I'm pretty sure you can't. So, it was fairly limited. Uh, in my theory crafting, I was thinking that maybe the best route would be to do something with some of the more powerful monsters and the Paleozoic traps, and then a couple other more powerful traps and Vision Hero Witch Raider to kind of take advantage of all those traps and just kind of do like a value-slash-control-ish thing with basically just the best cards from that group. Uh, but that's that's a theorycraft thing, and I've got, um, you know, Sphere Kribo, Snipe Hunter, Vision Hero, Witch Raider, Gishki Chain, Paleozoic, uh, Hallucigenia, Paleozoic Canadia, Floodgate Trapple, and Mirror Wall in there. Um, but I don't have all those cards, so we're going to do a duel with the cards we actually do have, and it's going to be a worse deck. All right, so I'm going to challenge you right now. Okay. As, as of now, our duel record is 0-1. I'm 0-1 against you so far. Oh, baby. So, so this is going to bring me back to 500 right here. I'm about to defend my honor. Or what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to commentate as we duel right now. It's it's kind of confusing because you can't see what's going on. But we're going to try to make, uh, visualize the field as well as we can right now. Yeah. It says challenging to duel. Okay. 
I don't remember how you accept. So there should be a notification that I'm challenging you right now. <laughs> Friends list. Um, oh, I see. No, I don't see. Why don't you challenge me instead? Yeah, I don't have the notification. That's weird. Okay, I'm going to cut this. I'm, I, I abort. All right, you challenge <laughs> me now. All right. Let's see. It says I'm challenging. Yeah, it says you challenged me to a friend duel. Hey. Uh, how do I get there now? <laughs> This is kind of what we were talking about, about how the system is not ideal. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean now. Oh, I think <laughs> I, have to, I, have to, I have to go back to challenge you, I think. I think that's how it works. Oh, that's interesting. I did this when I streamed. I had a brief streaming career, and yes. uh, that's how I did it, I think. Okay, hey, matching. matching successful. Yeah, so you both have to request at the same time. Okay, that's odd. There should be we, an accept. We taught everyone a lesson. There you go. That's how you, that's how you accept the friend tool. Oh, this guy's pretty good. He's got a couple King of Games under his belt. I'm not even there yet. I can't even see that screen yet. Oh, okay. I can, I'm ahead of you. <laughs> Man, my internet sucks. But the same amount. I'm representing the podcast with the, <laughs> the tour right. guide. He's playing Joey. I'm playing Bakora. Yeah. Maybe I'll clue you into what I'm playing. I don't know. Maybe it'll clue you into what I'm playing. Man, bricks uh, all so it says, I think I'm, you're going first. I am going first. I'm going to play a magic card here called Dark World Dealings. Oh, madam. All right, so we each draw and discard, right? Yes. I'm going to toss this card. Dark Necrophere. I like it. Okay, well, now I have an idea about what we're playing. I am going to toss... Hmm. It's a tough call. I'm going to toss Sphere Karibo. Alright. I'm I sorry, little buddy. I set a card, <laughs> and then I play the Slate, the Mighty Slate Warrior in attack mode. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll end my turn. 1900 attack. Let's see, let's see you deal with that. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to start by Cosmic Cycloning that back row. Get out of here, son. I'm going to activate it. Oh. It's a mirror wall, which is going to get removed from play. <laughs> so right now, Deck Tech has three... my trap card. And then I'm going to play Kaiba Man. I'm going to lose this duel so bad. <laughs> Tribute Kaiba Man. Blue Eyes White Dragon. Except Joey's doing it. Yeah, I, I don't can't really do a Brooklyn. Then I'm going to special summon my Dark Flare Dragon. Oh, man. What's up, son? Battle. <laughs> so blue eyes attack slate warrior, and I, its effect goes off, which is yep. inconsequential. <laughs> he hits me for twenty four hundred, so I only have five hundred left. Well, my Joey's, my Joey's got a stupid grin on his face. It's great. I'm gonna activate my skill. There goes my destiny board. Destiny I board. Set a, go. I set a card. And I play a card in defense mode. 
Alright. Which means I'm going to lose next turn. There's the F. <laughs> F. <laughs> Press F to show respects for Destiny Board. <laughs> Dude, why don't, we, why don't we draw this duel out and make sure and make me lose on the last one? Alright, let's try. I play Snipe Hunter. Discarding, I forget what it's called. A dinosaur. My, my dinosaur guy. Uh, let's get rid of this back row. Let's try to. We rolled one. a one. We're not true. We're not channeling Joey. That's why. Battle. Um, I'm gonna send my dark flare into this face down. It has zero defense. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're gonna pass. Okay. Great. <laughs> Play around that wall of D. That's why. <laughs> so I'm gonna set another card, and end my turn. And here comes the eye. Yeah. Uh, so what this, did you do to build this deck? Is it just you found all your good URs or what? Yeah, so, I mean, I was looking through my collection um, and looking to see what what the powerful cards were. I And, and then I looked for synergy. So, like, I had Abyss Warrior and Gishki Chain. So I was like, okay, do I have enough water types to make some sort of water deck? And the answer was no. There's very few uh, good UR waters. Um, And then I saw, you know, Snipe Hunter was one of the best cards that I had, as was Spear Karibo, of course. And so I was like, these would probably be in whatever I'm making. Uh, For a while, I was trying to make Vision Hero Raider... um, or Witch Raider in it, but I didn't really have enough trap cards to care. Um, so eventually, I and then there's a couple um, Red Eyes cards and a couple Blue Eyes cards that are all in there. Um, Kaipa yeah. Man and Blue Eyes, of course, and then Red Eyes has uh, the Wyvern and something else as well. All right, we're at Finna. I should okay. Mean... So, so I'm just updating you. I could have played Dark Necrophere. Mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> okay. Because I I, uh, I would have lost already, so I'm not going to do it. All right. Is this the turn that we're ending it? This is the turn we're ending it. All right. The, we're trying to anyway. All right. I'm gonna snipe hunter the back row. I've been snipe huntering the back row every row, or every game, yes. just because. Or what? Every turn, man. Every turn. <laughs> he's been he's his aim has been true since then so you know um anyway so i did, i noticed that my good cards that i had were i didn't really have build around spells and traps and the good cards that i had were dark and then i had this uh blue eyes synergy so i figured i could make a dark flare dark flare was obviously there so that kind of triggered the whole thing maybe i can make a dark and light uh, last gamble deck. That's why I call you deck tech. That's right. That's the deck tech way. <laughs> so I lost the duel. It wasn't even close. And, that first uh, turn was pretty lit, though. That was. That's, it's hard to come back from that. Yes. So there, we did the UR deck building challenge and duel. It was very fun to to make those decks and to duel. Um. It would have been better if it was a closer game, but we did draw it out to Fina, so. <laughs> That's right. Right. Uh, all right. I will be adding my deck to the uh, 
to the notes. I see yours is already in there. Um, some something interesting. You know, I love deck building challenges. Um, back in my Magic: The Gathering days, I kind of started uh, my handle of deck tech. By the way, uh, back in like early Magic: The Gathering forums, and there was kind of this recurring forum where every week they would have a challenge of the week, and I would almost every week I would be in it. And I won like several of them because I love these deck building challenges. And it would be things like build a deck that only runs like the same uh, creature type in in Magic, or build a deck that only uses commons, and you know all of those things. And those types of challenges, lots of fun for me. So uh, anything that kind of shakes up the normal way that you play the game is a good time. And so if you and your friends want to play like you know, URs only or something, you know, maybe this can give you some ideas of how you want to do it. SRs only would be so, like, I think that would be probably the best one. Yes, yeah, there's a lot more SRs, including a couple pretty important cards. Yep. All right. So we'll we'll be looking forward to the next deck building challenge. Yeah. And finally, we're going to, yeah, go ahead. uh, Sorry, I, I guess that's one thing we can ask, like, you know, if our, uh, if our listeners enjoyed that, first of all, if we want to do more post um, challenges to each other or something, uh, deck building challenges, all of that, uh, let us know because that's a segment that obviously we've never done before. So love to hear what yeah. you guys think about it. And it was so fast we could have just recorded it as well. So uh, if you want to see what happens like that, me get creamed in the future, I guess, that uh, <laughs> on YouTube, that, that's where it will, it will go. All right. So finally, we're going to talk about the upcoming official news. There were no data mines this week, so um, I'm kind of sad that we didn't see future cards, but there probably will be one next week, so we'll, we'll tell you about the data mines. But these are official news. The Tag Duel tournament is happening probably right after this thing wraps up, so that's a pretty fun PvE event. Hopefully no one is completely brain-dead like Kaiba was um, <laughs> Hopefully they go to school. They go to Dual Academy, so they're a little better. Um, DD Tower, Dark Dimension plus Ubel, uh, mid June. Jesse Anderson to the Gate, late June. New team event plus Esperoba, late June, and Cyrus early July. Cool. Um, should we go into the the wrap up? Yes. Go ahead. All right. So. I wanted to give a shout out and thanks to our listener who goes by Sky Guild. Uh, he sent us a Facebook message. I'm not going to read the whole thing here because it's a little long, but um, he was just talking about his background in Duel Links, how he played for a while, and then he kind of took a break and then came back and recently started playing again and also recently picked up podcasts and how uh, he enjoyed our podcast. Um, he told us a bit about his uh, travel all the way up through the first part of the WCS and making his way into the regional representative spot um, or sooner than I did by like a lot actually I think he he sent this like when was this like a week ago or something like he got in there like two days into the thing or something whereas I got there a day after like the last day <laughs> so um, huge congrats to him for kicking butt on it. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for writing in and letting us know because um, we we really love to see and hear all those things. Um, people who just, we love hearing from the listeners, 
um, if they just want to tell us how they're doing, if they want to give us, you know, uh, tips or requests for the show, or if they just want to let us know that they like what we're doing now. So all of that's awesome. And, um, thanks for reaching out sky guild. Yep. And thank you to everyone who has been reaching out via our different channels and talking to us. Yeah. Um, so that's it for us today. Thank you for listening and thank you for waiting a day. Uh, listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Overcast, and YouTube. Uh, check out the podcast and more at our website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com, Facebook, facebook.com slash thedualassessment, uh, Patreon, if you want to help us, uh, patreon.com slash dual underscore assessment. Email us at thedualassessment at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter, dual underscore assessment. I have a new thing now, Green Ranger CCG, and Deck Tech still at HS Deck Tech. Yeah, I saw that you changed it, and now I'm intrigued, so I might have to change mine for next week, too, or something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. How, you're going to have to tell me how you did that. Some sort of All magical right. technology. Magic, yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Good luck in the WCS. Yeah, catch you guys next week. Bye.